you're right. Art is that bridge. Art is that that beautiful conduit of expression, and it helps you to to heal. And and also sometimes it's, it's just it's it's great. It's good fun. Hello, print friends, and welcome. I'm your host, Miranda Metcalf. Each week, I chat with artists who use print-based media to do something beyond the expected. This is a bilingual podcast, so if you subscribe to us, you'll be getting weekly episodes in English with me, as well as in Spanish with Ronaldo Gil Zambrano. Together, we speak to printmakers around the globe about their practice and passions in the world of printmaking. Hello Print Friend is brought to you by Speedball Art Products, currently offering possibly the best thing to happen to relief printmaking, their Woodzilla presses. Beautifully made in the Netherlands, these uniquely engineered presses perfectly combine superior craftsmanship and performance at a price that makes them accessible, whether you're a seasoned printmaking pro or new to the craft. Available across five sizes, each Woodzilla press is precisely manufactured from heavy-duty steel and designed to apply uniform pressure without undue work or stress on the artists, and still guaranteeing that beautifully printed result at the end of every reveal. Check out these beauties for the link in the show notes. My guest this week is Brett Nanup, a Noongar printmaker living and working in Perth in Western Australia. We'll talk about how when his mother, Laurel, took a printmaking class a bit later on in her life, got them both started on a deep love for the medium. We also talk about storytelling through printmaking, being able to reach the things that are hard to talk about through making art, and how his mom's second ever lino cut was turned into a five meter tall cast aluminum sculpture in Perth's Elizabeth Key Waterfront Precinct. So without further ado, sit back, relax, and prepare to hear some stories with Brett and Up. Hi, Brett. How's it going? Hi. Good, thanks, Miranda. How are you? I'm really good. I'm good. It, it really is so nice to hear your voice in real time because I've watched yeah. videos of you and your mom talking, and I know that we've been chatting for, I think, just years now, just out there on the internet. And so it's yeah. really a pleasure that we're going to actually get to connect. Yeah, thanks. And, and thanks for having me on the on the podcast. It's uh, It's a thrill because I've you know, listen to you guys um, talk with m- many other artists around, and um, you know, it's exciting to be part of it. Oh, it's really, really amazing! I'm so excited to have you. Yeah, this is going to be great. So, before we dive into all the questions yep. I have, could you introduce yourself and tell people who you are, where you are, what you do? Yeah, yeah. Well, my name's uh, Breton and up. Um, I live in Perth, Western Australia. Um, in the southwest of WA, um, what I do, I'm I'm a printmaker. Um, I, I love I love the, the the creative form of print. Also work in a in a museum, so the arts are, are you know I'm I'm in I'm basically delved deep in the arts. Um, I over the years I've learnt how to uh, become a printmaker through my mum who. Um, went to university as a mature age student and learnt uh, how to do printmaking. And um, because I, I loved what she was doing and the story she was, tell, you know, telling me um, or sharing with me, she, um, I just felt fell in love with the process and um, the creativity and 
um, the wonderful stories that she had to tell, and, and um, I just I, I just love the, the ta- tactile kind of notion of making a making a block and making um, making basically making almost two two um, two um, art pieces, you know, with the with the block itself and mm-hmm. then then the print. Um, but yeah, that's like and yeah, I've I've learned um, printmaking, you know, back was it I've only been doing printmaking since. Uh, since 2000, really, um, yeah, my mum would just give me a, a, you know, bits and pieces of what she had, and she would sneak in my if I had, if she was doing etching, I would um, basically, you know, she would sneak in an etching into the acid bath at uh, at university, and and you know, do me a couple of prints, and, <laughs> and <laughs> so that was really that was, two for the price of one, one. yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, it's wonderful, you know. So. Um, I, I'm not formally um, trained as a printmaker, but I, I learned from I think uh, you know such a wonderful printmaker and uh, in my in my mother. So um, it's kind of like you know you learn you, you learn different aspects from your parents, and I learned um, the amazing you know um, techniques of printmaking from my mum, which I think is one of the most special things. Absolutely, yeah. And then, so where did you grow up, and what role did art play in that part of your life? Um. I grew up in in Perth here, yeah, so I've been in Perth all my life, really. Um, yeah, like just we grew up around around the river, so we we weren't really a um, a rich family or, or well off family. We we had to utilise um, like uh, bush foods and, and stuff like that. So I'm 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 Aboriginal. I'm, I'm Indigenous Australian, and um, so we. My mum was you know one of the stolen generation um, people from. Um, from Australia, so stolen generation of uh, basically a young, um, I suppose, Aboriginal children who were who were removed from their families um, as part of some uh, weird government legislation that happened a while ago in, in Australia. And my mum was part of that, so we 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 um, did not grow up, um, you know, um, oh, with with a lot of money. So we had to utilise a lot of bush foods. And so what, what I'm what I'm saying is like when when we when I grew up. And we used the river a lot, and and so that was part of my life. And but an- another aspect of it with with my mum is that she um, when she went to she she was placed in a mission. So um, like a I don't know how you describe. I think I think in America they have they have, used to have missions as well. Mm-hmm. And but my mum learnt all these different techniques in say making dresses, making quilts, crochet. So. She, when it, we, you know, because we didn't have much, she basically had um, developed, you know, making making rugs for us. So she used to make these, you know, elaborate and beautiful quilts out of scrap material, and and um, so it used to be these beautiful patchwork quilts um, that she used to make. And uh, so, you know, that's kind of like you know where I grew up. And um, but you know, I never really in in that aspect. Um, I was you know like a young kid, so basically I was told to get outside and play and mm-hmm. um not, so I, I like drawing and stuff but you know it was more or less you know a ball was always attached to my hand really mm. um but um yeah i think i think i think i always loved that idea of because my mum was always very crafty um that she that i went oh my god you know it, it, she's amazing she's an amazing lady and stuff like that so yeah yeah and so yeah you had this what i would imagine would be a somewhat unusual experience in that you know, you're you're growing up with your mum and you guys are just living your life. And of course, she has these talents 
And then she goes to school, as you mentioned, as a mature student. And then kind of, you know, later in life becomes quite a famous, accomplished artist. And and then that must have changed, you know, and obviously, as you're saying, you you learned your printmaking from her. So that must have really changed the two of you life, really, kind of maybe at a kind of unexpected time. What was that like? Oh, I think, I think, um, well, my mum was very humble, you know, like, and she, um, she used to get a bit embarrassed by all the attention. Mm. And, um, I think it was, it was wonderful, it was wonderful as well because she, um, showed people a different outlook and, and, and with storytelling and with art. I mean, with me, I was just like, oh my God, you know, who, who is this lady? You know, she's mm-hmm. just, she's amazing, you know? And, um, oh, you know, she, but yeah, it's, it's kind of, it's, it's kind of a really, really, uh, really amazing time for us. And, um, through her, like I've won, I've won a couple of awards with printmaking, mm-hmm. um, when I, back in the day, which was, which was really good. And, and, you know, so did my mum, you know, she won best student for, for her post-grad, um, as you know, and, oh, it's just, it's, you know, it's just, it's just like, wow, is this really happening f- to us or, yeah. you know, and, and is this really happening to my mum, you know, because she's, um, I always knew she was, you know, extremely talented, but, you know, when, when like other people see it as my, you know, through my eyes, how, how amazing she is, um, it just go, wow, you know, like, you know, other people can, you know, see, see the same as what I do. Um, but she's always been like a, 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 an amazing lady and like, I've got a, I've got a daughter as well. And with, um, myself and Lily and, um, she, she would all, I would always share like, you know, her materials with, with, with Lily and like good pencils and whatever, not, not other dangerous stuff, but pencils mm-hmm. and whatever. So, um, so she can, you know, you learn to use good materials and, but my mum was always generous like that, you know. She would always help people and show people, and so it is kind of why well, it's amazing that she's got all this recognition. It's, you know, I suppose good karma comes back to her because yeah. she's been so generous throughout her life in um, sharing skills and um, I don't know, just just accepting people and loving people, you know. Mm. Yeah, so. yeah. And then is it? Am I remembering correctly that something like her first or second lino cut, the the first contact was what it was called and you know I mean it eventually gets translated into this you know five and a half meter sculpture and you know I mean it really was that you know her her talent it seems like was really recognized and it's just amazing to think that you know she just stayed herself and stayed humble and you know I mean it just she sounds like such an incredible person I think is what I'm getting at yeah oh uh, yeah she would she would always like you know if she met you for the first time probably give you a hug and oh. you know and then you'd, you'd feel you'd feel like part of part of the family because you know or everyone would you know because she's that kind of person that brings love into the room um and um, does not hold, does not really hold grudges, you know, like mm. with, with what happened to her in the, in the past. So, but yeah, with that, with that lino, with that first contact lino, lino, she was, um, well, the story is that she, uh, was one of 10 Aboriginal artists from around Australia to, to, uh, part- uh participate in, um, the 200, sorry, the 400 year commemoration of the Dutch, um, coming to Australia. Um, that was in 2006. So, um, Mum got chosen. Um, not sure how, but um, oh, probably because she's an amazing printmaker. Yeah. <laughs> but she, uh, 
But um, she, um, yeah, she went. She she kind of we went over to she went over to um, the Australian Print Workshop in, in Melbourne and um, to do um, to do a print portfolio for that commemoration. And um, before that, she she kind of thought that she had to do like herself a print portfolio. So she had all these eight designs, eight drawings and stuff. Because mum would always draw her her um, what she her prints out first um, on paper, and then she went, oh okay cool, and she went over there and and basically finished her um, she had a, did a sugar sugar lift etching um, on copper, and she did that in the first I, don't know, I suppose half half a day, and she had a week there, so basically basically they had to give her something else to do and. They gave her, oh, here's, here's, here, Laurel, here's a lino, and she had this other design, so she finished that as well. Um, and out of the second line, as a lino, out of the lino block she, she did, that was the, the image that, that was trans, translated or transformed into this five-and-a-half-metre sculpture. Um, and it's because we would also, um, Mum and I would participate in, in a few um, workshops for public art around Perth. And, <clears throat> excuse me, and I think one of the... Um, uh, curators, he, he had to look through the print portfolio and goes, "Oh my God, that could easily be translated easily into a into a sculpture." Mm. And he spoke to to people around Perth who were doing some new developments, and yeah, they they loved it. They gave Mum a private commission um, and said, "This is this has got to be it. This has got to be it." And um, yeah, there you have there you have it, like five and a half meter sculpture and. And I actually think it's probably one of the best um, public art, um, uh, yeah, sculptures in in Perth for sure. Yeah, you know, it's, it's beautiful. It's, it's, yeah, yeah, I've I've never seen it in person. I unfortunately never made it to to Western Australia. You know, half my time in Australia was spent with you know as you talking about like border restrictions between the states but yeah. um I, the photos of it it's just it's just wonderful um and that's so exciting yeah yeah, yeah. and so can you tell us a little bit of that story about how you know this this printmaking that Laura was studying kind of came home and just sort of seemed to like infect the household you know that like you um started to, as you were saying like you know slipping her etching plates to take into the studio what was that process like? Was it just something that she was excited to share, or something that you were interested in? And how did that evolve? Yeah, I think she when she when she started doing her printmaking um, as a as a major, um, she would often bring back like either um, uh, etching plates or um, or you know she would use um, like uh, well we used MDF board which to carve out or to make relief prints. But so you'd also do things, in, and I was, and I would be very inquisitive and say, "Well, what's this one?" And she would go, "Oh, this one's about you know um, my dad chopping wood." And I was going, "Oh, okay." Um, so I would learn more about her life through through what she was doing at university, and I just became more intrigued. And I just, I, you know, I kept on asking, how, "How how does this work?" And you know, how, how she goes, "Oh, she show, used to show me a lot." And I always went, "Oh, that's." That is so cool, mm. you know. So I just became, um, I don't know, I fell in love with with um, with the process because I, I don't know. I just felt it's, it's like magic, it's like magic, you know. It's, you do one thing and it transforms, and I just love the idea of it, the procedural idea of of printmaking and and also hearing stories through through what my mum had to say. And it was just, it was a really, really good, really amazing process. Mm. Yeah. 
Yeah, because I've heard you you speak before about how um, you know your mom would really never be keen to talk a lot about stories of her past, and as you say, she's the stolen generation. But you would actually yeah. learn about it kind of through the art that she was making. Yeah. So so yeah, like she would she wouldn't she didn't really tell me a lot about you know how she was taken away, and um, it was. Yeah, it was, it w- was like that, and um, she'd she'd be very. Um, she go, oh, everything's okay, everything's okay. But then I, then I realised, you know, through her work, um, all what she was kind of holding up inside of her, and I think the the printmaking, I think printmaking, and also um, talking with other other Aboriginal people at the university um, allowed her to to heal through 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 what she was doing, and. And also gave me a sense of understanding of, you know, all the heartache and pain she must have been holding up inside because um, through through her work, they're, they're really beautiful pieces, but they're also also hard, hard stories. And, mm. um, um, you know, she she doesn't place guilt on anyone through her work. She just, I think it's just, you know, this is, this is who she is and um, the wonderful person that, you know she, you know she is as a person, but a, a, an amazing artist as well. Um, but yeah, that's yeah, it was it's really hard because like a couple of times because I studied um, social sciences at the same time as what she did printmaking, and she would um, yeah, like I would interview her for some of my work, and um, yeah, she would she wouldn't she would, sometimes she would cry because it was mm. it was that traumatic to to bring back. But I think that the printmaking allowed her um, to. To control um, what she what she had to um, what she released, you know, in a, in a in a safe way that and actually she can get um, this beautiful work out, but also um, have a bit of healing within her own soul. So, um, but yeah, it's hard. It's hard. It's hard kind of having your parent go through that stuff because as a kid, um, all I all I knew was I was my mum, and we weren't didn't have a lot of money. Blah blah blah, and. But um, that's how it was, and and she was a you know amazing crochet lady. He learned how to crochet, and um, but um, yeah, so I was really I understood I understood my parent more, mm-hmm. um, and um, yeah, and I still she still yeah it kind of brought me closer to her as as a as a person because um, you know it's it's my mum and um, she's um, she's a good person and you know, amazing artist and. Um, yeah, I didn't really want her to feel more hurt, so we, we would also, you know. Um, but it also developed, also made made myself as saying, go get close to my mum. But um, when she started to do her artwork out of uni, that's where our our partnership um, collaboration, I think, really also developed um, stronger because I I knew how hard it was for her as an individual to to do printmaking by herself. And, but also, I wanted I wanted to hear those stories um, um, from her. So it was really um, it was really kind of um, a, a strong bond that we developed um, through through her work. And um, I just yeah, I, I loved it. I loved I loved the uh, the you know just working with her. And and um, you know the sad thing now, Miranda, is that my the old my old mum is um, she's um, currently. Um, in a nursing home now because she's um, developed Alzheimer's, so mm. she um, d- ha- hasn't done any work since. Um, strangely, she hasn't done any work since since 2016. Mm-hmm. But 
people are still picking up her work to exhibit in shows, which is uh, which is quite amazing. Um, yeah, yeah, because it was but, um, it was kind of you know really really. I mean, it's, I mean, Alzheimer's is never <laughs> there's never a good time for it, but you know, it really right. seemed like um, she got the diagnosis. You know, right when her artistic career was really <sighs> taking off. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we're I yeah, feel like we're so lucky to have the work that she did make and was make and it just makes it all the more precious i think to know that she didn't necessarily have you know um as many years as she should have of, of creative production yeah no that's true that's um she um yeah we got diagnosed back in uh 2012 and it didn't really develop um strongly until um oh as as bad until 2016 and so that really was a time when she you know wasn't able to do as much um so you know got got the got the first contact sculpture out of that you know done um got um you know and that was great and you know she did a couple more prints with um cicada press in sydney um and that was really good you know like she she it, it, it was it was good times. It's really good times, you know, towards the end of her uh, end of her like uh, printmaking career. That, she, but um, yeah, it's 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 sad. It's sad because she um, um, she's also going. Um, she's creating these these huge linos with all these big stories in them, and and I was going, oh my god, you know, if 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 this if if, if Alzheimer's um, wasn't there she would have been creating these big wall like almost the size of a wall mm-hmm. kind of linos and oh geez you know it's, it was um oh, I, was ex- I was excited i was excited to see these big works um because uh then she kind of inspired me going oh okay well, if, if, if you know if, if my mum's going big with with her work maybe i could try something yeah. you know and uh but um yeah it uh it wasn't to be with her but um but yeah yeah. That's, yeah. 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 Well, like I said, I, I know that, you know, the work that we do have from her is yep. just so amazing. And I, I know that it's so beloved by so many people. So that's, that's yep. something and that's huge. Yeah. Oh, no, it was lucky to like this, this year here to be in, to be in an exhibition with her at, um, as part of the Perth, uh, Perth festival. So, um, that's that's such a beautiful thing to to have my mum and myself as printmakers in in a show um, in Perth here. So it's um and she would have been she would have been also amazingly thrilled by by knowing that because it's um you know our collaboration over the years and um yeah it's it's a be- it's a beautiful kind of like yeah you know I suppose um I'm starting to develop my work again myself and. Um, after you know a bit of a hiatus in in, um, in also looking after my mum's work and my mum's affairs and and stuff like that with with her printmaking and um, it's really refreshing for myself to um, to get a carving tool back in my hand and and actually start creating again. So yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I would love it if you could. Um speak to your work too i know we've been talking about your mom and i know that uh, you're always happy to do yeah. that but um you know yeah. you've really um you know are, are also you know quite an accomplished printmaker in your own right and you know are exploring things um you know kind of yeah. in her tradition but how would you describe yeah your own practice oh okay yeah my um well i i've growing up with my mum. Basically, she was a single parent, and 
So um, my my art is is more or less um, looks at um, self identity. Um, also, uh, the idea of what 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 is a man, um, um, how to be a man. Because um, I, I did a couple of works um, back in back in the day, and one work was called Frozen Tears, and um, it's just like a like a series of ice cube blocks with a tear inside of it, and um, it looked at you know the, the the idea that you know men shouldn't cry, you know, and mm-hmm. blah, you know, which 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 um, you know you get taught you know, you get it's all in the, you know, like um, the movies and maybe the television series, you know, the macho men. Um, but realistically, men do cry and, and we should cry. And, and um, so I did that work because you're growing up, you know, my mum wasn't, you know, I suppose she, she tried to fit both roles in, or just a, a parent role, really. And, um, but um, yeah, and it's kind of me exploring my own. My own um, male maleness. Mm-hmm. Um, that yeah, did that work, and um, that was really that was really rewarding. And, I, and on the other flip side, I, I do things about self identity, my um, identity as a, as I suppose a, an Aboriginal person um, living living in both um, a Western you know country, um, uh, but also having my own Aboriginal culture. So we're walking almost like uh, one foot, you know, Western, one foot Aboriginal, you know. Um, so figure out my place within society, and and that's what you know. I, I continue kind of to to look at. I mean, my my latest my latest work, which um, which I've done recently, was is looking at uh, um, country, um, my, my own um, country, and um, looking and exploring. Um, that in a sense that just because there's there's buildings, you know, you see buildings and um, doesn't mean that it's still not traditional lands that we mm. we occupy and we sit on and we sleep, you know, we, we fall asleep on, and, and that's what I kind of wanted to look at um, in, a, in an abstract kind of way. Um, but um, I'm also doing, uh, I think, got this other work which um, currently a block which I'm currently um, carving out, and that's. Um, I called it not not was it um, oh geez uh, uh, not my problem I called mm. it not my problem mm. only because uh, it's got a it's got a person with a with a, with chains like a handcuffs um, mm. and or in, in you know, we have a we have a huge incarceration rate of of young Aboriginal people in Australia and and um, it could be easily fixed but I think. Uh, a lot of people, you know, use the use the idea that uh, it's not my problem, so to speak. And but it is our problem as as people within society to to actually make sure that people um, are getting are getting good good education and you know and stuff like that. So I'm exploring that side of you know society's kind of um, what I see in society and um, yeah, but um, still doing a you know <laughs> I, I don't know. Multiple things at multiple times, Miranda. So, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but having fun, having fun in the process. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm. I always find it really interesting the exploration of masculinity through art because I think in some ways, you know, masculinity can be kind of more hidden because it can be sort of the default state that people assume 
humans are in, right? You know, like like yes, a human right. is a man. And then, you know, you see really like yes. often elaborate studies on femininity and feminism and, you know, that side of 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 the human identity. And you really yes. don't see it as much for masculinity. But I think it's it is so important because you know, people who identify yeah. as men finding their space in the world and what that looks like is tremendously important. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, mm. I yeah I'm just like, yeah, for me, it's it, it's really, it's, it's also, you know, it's probably like, like how most um, people who identify as different genders, it's really sometimes hard to, to come out and talk about your own, um, your own, you know, gender or, or you know, situation because it's... Um, you open the, the you open the doors for you know for for people going oh right or you know criticism or, or mm. feedback in some ways and that's hard that's hard to accept sometimes but um, oh I was oof, I was so nervous when when I first did did my series of works and um, but you know this is me you know that that's me so I opened yeah but um <laughs> because but it was good it was good it was good like knowing knowing that um, you know. Knowing that this people could could see that I'm exploring these these certain kind of topics, um, and um, I, lo- I loved it. I love it. And I love it. I love it now. Mm. <laughs> back then, I back then I was so nervous, but yeah, um, it, it's wonderful. It's wonderful to to see that you know. I suppose other people do have similar, um, you know, cons- not concerns, but similar kind of queries in life. You know about you know men crying and. Um, the emptiness of sorrow, which I did in other work, and things like that. You mm. know? So, yeah, for yeah. sure. And and being able to, you know, have the opportunity to share those thoughts through visual communication, through art, through the act of creating. I think that can often yeah. be a bridge between people. And so, you know, someone who might have, as you say, like similar queries, similar questions about what it is, as you say, like what it is to be a man, while they may not feel comfortable, you know, coming up to you on the street and saying, hey, Brett, I've been thinking a lot about my manhood recently, (laughs) like in the context of an exhibition, you know, that can be the catalyst, I think, for a lot of important dialogue around these like very personal issues like gender. Gender is so intimate and so intimately linked to our sense of self that it's so vulnerable, as you said, to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I'd I'd love to, uh, you know, like that would be, that'd be blessing if if someone would, would, would do that. Um, mm. we come up and have a chat because I think um, I think as humans, you know, as, as you know, people, we we need to talk more about um, ourselves and um, and and help each other through, you know, walking the same path and and exploring, you know, uh, you know, also just asking, are you okay? And yeah, um, you know, and 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 I don't know, just just art is that. You're right, art is that bridge. Art is that that beautiful conduit of of um expression and and um it helps it helps you to to heal and and also sometimes it's it's just it's it's great it's good fun to mm, to yeah. get your hands dirty and but um it is it, it's amazing it's amazing kind of avenue to to um to play to walk walk down and um but um yeah as yeah, if if someone did come come up to me and ask me a lot of questions I'll I'll gladly sit down and have a coffee and <laughs> and um, yeah, help them through or or, or, or no, do a collaboration or something. You know, yeah. that'd be great. 
Well, absolutely. Yeah. Well, and it, and it sounds like you know Laurel also had that way to get into the emotional side of things through printmaking. You know, as you yeah. say, you know, getting to those more emotional stories and and. Yeah, I wonder if like, you know, that's all part of it is this, you know, like the the mother-son lineage of like, okay, like this is a place where you can be vulnerable, like you must have been seeing that and and um, yeah. you know, moving towards it as well. Um, you know, having this artistic mentor and mom in the house at the same time. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I was crazy. And and in thinking about it now Miranda, I think I think uh, I think she um she must have sowed a seed in my head going, now, you need to explore this yourself. Here you go, Brady. Do this. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, look at your self-identity. Look at your own emotions. Here you go. I'll give you, I'll give you the tools to create your work and you can just, you know, slowly work through some of the issues that you might have in the future. You know, so I think, I think she, she, she did that. Mm. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, it's, 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 it's hard. Like, it was hard doing... Um, not hard. It was. It was. It, it, was, it was. It was amazing looking back. You know, on on what she, having a mum, having a yeah, having a mentor. Um, I often because I've got I've got her works um, at my house here, and um, um, it's just looking through her work and, and just 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 astonished by um, what she created, and um, yeah, she created also this um, excuse me, um, this amazing travelling art exhibition that went around. It went around Australia once, but did a tour around um, Western Australia, and so we worked on it together and trying to you know curate the show. Um, and she also produced a book called um, A Story to Tell, mm. um, and um, to to that was part of her post grad work, but also we used it as as like a like a catalogue so to speak with with the with the exhibition and but um yeah she was you know having someone like her in the house and um it was always conversations about you know growing up and talking and and just with her taking taking myself um and my two older brothers down back back to her home country in in a you know country town called Pinjara which is um, 80 kilometers um, south of Perth. Um, so she would always take us down there as young kids and we'd go, okay, we're going to see relatives, blah, blah, blah. But um, it wasn't until growing up and having all these stories with, you know, that she was telling through her book and through her art and uh, I'm like, oh, okay. You know, it all tied in really, you know, really wonderfully. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, I, I understand her more. I mean, um, it, it's kind of, it's it's kind of it's it's really ama- it's really beautiful that your f- that your mum becomes not only your partner your coll- you know um, in in art but also your friend you know mm. and um, you know like I I miss I miss my friend um, I miss doing art with her you know and yeah um, very special lady you know like um, infectious in 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 her love that she provides others you know and um, yeah so. Yeah. It, Mentor and mentor and mother um, and and friend, you know, like you know that's um, yeah. I'm I'm a very lucky man to to have this person, you know, in my life and um, still contributing um, in the arts. And even though she doesn't really, um, she hasn't produced any art herself, but still people people are pulling out her art from yeah. from their collections and and, and utilising that within the exhibition because her work is still um, still tells amazing stories. And um, yeah, it's 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 fantastic, mm-hmm. it's fantastic. Yeah, it's. Yeah. I mean, just dementia is just 
I, I was actually talking with a, a cashier at a, in line at a supermarket about this the other day because it just kind of came yeah. up mm-hmm. about how there's 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 nothing there's nothing good you can say about it. You know, like it's not like one of those things no. in life where you can say, yes, it's really really bad in this way, but we. X, Y, and Z, right? Like, like there's so many things yeah. in life that you can, you can pull something from it that at least is like, at least I learned a lesson. You know what I mean? And it's just like, like something like dementia, like the, and it's, it's really one of the few things in life that like, it's, it, you can't put a silver lining on it. You know, it's, it's just loss. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I am, yeah, I'm, I'm really sorry to hear that, that she's, gone through that but i can tell that yeah. you know you've um you clearly have so much love and admiration for her yeah yeah uh, we tried to you know we as soon as she got diagnosed we just tried to um understand you know number one the disease and how what role it'll play mm-hmm. in her life and um try to work work with you know health and medical staff and um, try to continue her her creative side because um, that was really important for her storytelling and um, just try to work. You know, like I mean, I mean, also also this is going to sound a bit a bit crazy, but during that time we we kind of had no t- time to really um, get upset about it a lot because Mum was just so busy with her work <laughs> with right. her artwork. Yeah, so making the most of it. Hey, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we had to, uh, we had to. Oh, you know, of course. But but um, it was. It, she was so busy, still doing um, plans for Elizabeth, uh, the sculpture, first contact, um, creating work, amazing works with Carter Press. Um, still, hundred percent. This is one of her busiest times in her career. So we were trying to get a lot of that um, work, work with a lot of that. Um, and also, yeah, listen to medical staff and and plan for the future and. Mm. Um, and yeah, and then it got, then it got got too, a bit too much, and and we we kind of let let it let it you know rest for a bit, you know, because it um you know can't push can't push it really all that much. So it kind of with her with her disease, which is um we went to a point where we were happy with saying okay maybe it's time to you know not do any more, mm. um, and that's okay. Yeah, that's okay. You know, well, and but like, yeah, you. Yeah. There's, there's, there's no silver lining, no. Yeah. I mean, I guess it yeah. is, you know, a, a gift that you were able to get the diagnosis as early as you did and get to, you yeah. know, make a really conscious decision with what she wanted to do um, with yep. the productive years she had. Yeah. And then and then you don't have the regrets, you know, of like, oh, if I'd known, no. I would have gone for that five and a half meter sculpture, you know, <laughs> like yeah, she, yeah. she did it. Yeah. 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 No, we just wanted because her her career was. I mean, her art was just just amazing, and and um, uh, I mean, as as a, as her p- art partner, um, as well as her son, like I just wanted her her to to get the most out of what she was doing, and and I believed in her work, you know, hundred percent, and it was um, you know, she trusted me fully, and I trust her fully, and it was it was that kind of that bond that we had, um, and still have that that. Where is the ability to go? Okay, well, I can stop doing my stuff for a bit. We'll work on your stuff, and push through it. And um, let, let's yeah, let's let's kick some butt, you know, mm-hmm. and um, make 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 it make it really really amazing. And I think you know those those last few years that she um, was doing art, it was probably some of the best you know works that she she created. So.
Yeah. Yeah. Well, and and both you and Laurel, you know, you you really are using print for storytelling, um, yep. and you know, and, and telling your own stories. And I I'm wondering, you know, why do you think printmaking is such a powerful medium for storytelling? Because you know, you you could have been painters or ceramicists, but you're both really drawn to printmaking. And what do you think that connection is? I I really. I, I, I don't, I'm not really sure. I mean, I, I, I well, actually, maybe, maybe it's because my mum was always um, doing, um, always, pr- you know, doing pra- practical and tactile things like crochet and quilt making, and mm. printmaking was a was it was a, another way in which she can also you make make a make an object like a like a block or a, or a plate and then transform that into. So it's kind of I love that process of of of. Um, of creating a block and a print, I don't know. It's just, just a, to me, it's some sometimes a bit meditative, you know. Like uh, it, um, I, I, it dull, I, you know, deep dive into into my into my work, um, and um, maybe it's that. I mean, I've tried, I've I've tried a couple of times doing paintings, and um, I think, oh god, I don't even know how how you work, how you do this, because I can't. Right. For me, it's um, it's it's just so. So weird, like with, with printmaking, we like do the foreground and then work to the background. You know, with with what I do anyway, and uh, with painting, you do background and do the foreground last. And I end up when I was trying to do painting to do the foreground first and trying to fit everything uh-huh, in the background again. Yeah. <laughs> this does not work. Yeah, <laughs> this does not work. So I'm thinking, oh, so I don't know. Maybe my 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 brain is switched to uh, to being a, a printmaker, and um, I, I love it. I love it. I love, I love the idea and, um, of always thinking of the final result. So I have this this weird thing of oh, I know what it's going to look like and it's going to look great. It's going to you know this and that and and having to to keep on thinking about it and um, yeah yeah yeah. There's a lot of a lot of deep thoughts. Yeah, yeah I love that. Like it, it gives you you know the meditative time of carving. You know where it is. Yeah. It is a creative process but it doesn't use the same part of your brain as the you know the design and the outline and the composition and so yeah Yeah. it is that kind of quiet reflective time for you to like really spend time with your image before it comes into the world yeah 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 my 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 uh my partner she um when I'm doing my carving, sometimes cat, you know, um, sees me standing on a chair, looking down at my, <laughs> down at my, my block, and she, I just kept to see her on this corner of my, shaking her head, going, "Oh my god." Um, <laughs> so I, I did, and I just, I don't know. For me, I just like to capture different angles, angles, and when I'm what I'm doing. So I'm, I'm either at the end of the room looking at it, and so I'm, yeah, yeah, I, I. I think she she sometimes love it a bit, but I think sometimes she thinks that I'm, I'm a bit weird. But um. <laughs> you're artistic, Brett. You're artistic. Yeah. <laughs> oh, very good. Yeah, yeah, so. totally. Yeah, it's a, it's a very process based medium. So you gotta you gotta just yeah. go where the process takes you, and sometimes it's up on I a know, chair. Know, yeah. That's right. <laughs> For sure, <laughs> definitely. Sure. And and so you mentioned too that um, that you have a daughter and that you, that um, yeah. your mum would share some of the tools with that. Is she at all interested in printmaking? Do you think that this might be you know go on another generation? Um, I'm hoping so. I mean, she she did a she when she was younger. She mum 
my mum would um, Lily, um, you know, draw her designs on on some lino block, and and mum would carve them out for her. And she she did some really good ones. But um, she's eighteen now. Um, she doesn't really want want to do. Uh, she's an amazing drawer. She's yeah. an amazing drawer. But she's eighteen, so um, she's not at the moment. Eighteen year old stuff. Yeah, eighteen <laughs> year old stuff for sure. Um, yeah, so I'm hoping in the future because she's um, she does some pretty cool crafty stuff and artistic, you know. And I I just wish that uh, when I was her age that I could draw as well and mm. and have. She's got an amazing art brain, you know and. Um, I'm hoping. I'm hoping. So, um, yeah, I think a lot of times nice. people come back. You know, like I think you know yeah. when you're when you're a teenager, it's just like temporary insanity for a few years. <laughs> you know, I mean, at least it oh, was yeah. for me. Yeah, yeah. And so I think a lot of times people they do kind of need to go and like just have a teenager life for a while, and then you know they do return. You know, to things that they loved when they were younger, and and family traditions and all of that. So yeah, yeah, we'll see. Maybe you'll yeah. have a. A, a um, three-person show sometime in the future. <laughs> oh, that would be wonderful. That would be so wonderful. I think uh, I think my mum would be super proud, you know, and, and so would I. And um, yeah, that would be super. Yeah. Really great. I wanted to make sure I got a chance to ask you as well about yep. um, Perth and just maybe in general the Western Australian art scene, because you know, anytime yep. people are making art away from like the hubs it's you know i think sometimes people need to hear that you can do that and you can thrive doing that um and you know it's, it's the same here if people aren't in like new york or la right you're not in melbourne or sydney yep. and maybe just sort of speak to you know what it's like to be a working artist in australia you know outside of the the big cities and yep. you know the experience of that and pluses and minuses and just what that's like yeah i think i think over the years perth was um uh, personally um perth was a little bit forgotten it was more um the art scene or the art kind of was more driven towards melbourne and sydney in 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 australia which is the east coast of australia um but over the years with you know with with a festival a big international festival called like the perth festival it brings a lot of um, international and also artists from over east to, to Perth. Um, I suppose we, we, we don't have um, the big spaces and places, uh, galleries and stuff as, as, as much as what Sydney and Melbourne have to offer. But um, we're, 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 we're getting, we're kind of, Perth is getting there in a sense. We've got a new um, you know, $400 million museum. Oh, hey. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Um, a lot of money. Um, and we've got like a um, art gallery as well, which got revamped. And um, so, it, you know, while, while the spaces is not as big as the, you know, art gallery of New South Wales, but I think we're getting, we're getting there. We're getting there. We just, you know, not, just need to invest as a, as an, uh, art state to to have more art you know community art also state art institutions um but it's not too bad you know like you've seen here is 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 is, is okay you know we we do we do have we do have a pluses sense of um you know we do have international artists and also artists that, that are that are taken care of um state you know artists but um 
I think I think as a I think there needs to be a, a, like a lot more investment into into the arts in in WA because um, I think a lot of people um, from from Western Australia here go over east to you know, Melbourne and Sydney to to explore you know more art practices um, and stuff like that. Um, yeah, we just need more investment. Yeah, yeah. well, and I. I- I think too, you know, all like, you know, slightly off the grid, you know, and I speak as someone who's in Santa Fe, right? Like that is not, <laughs> that's not, uh, uh, New York or LA or Chicago. Yeah. Um, you know, the reach of the internet has really done wonders, I think, to, to be able to get whatever you're making out into the world. Um, for sure you know, without actually having to travel there and, you know, having curators be able to see your work. And and I also have found, like, yep. you know, working in, in smaller art scenes, there is a great community and there is that sense of, like, we're all in it together because you've got that yep. little bit of an underdog feeling to you that I'm, yep. you know, sure you do not have in Sydney or New York. <laughs> oh, yeah, we find it. We we actually find like with my mum and I, I. I don't think there's any other um, Aboriginal people in Western Australia doing printmaking or calling themselves printmakers. I think, I think we're yeah we're that you know underdog here. You know we're that rare rare find because um, you know we, we don't really call. I mean, people call us artists or whatever, and um, but you know if people if we said oh. What, what are you? Who, what are you? And we'd say, oh, we're printmakers. You know, we were, you know, and that's what you know we 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 call ourselves. And but there isn't a big printmaking scene here. I mean, there's a few places around. Um, there's a couple, um, but it's not like you know, like Cicada Press or right. you know, Over East. I mean, that's. I mean, there's yeah, print a lot, lot more printmakers and um, over over there, and that's where we used to go, my mum and I, um, for for doing our printmaking with Michael um, and um, Michael Kempson. And, and then, yeah, it was just, that's, but yeah, we'd come back and there's really the facilities here as, for printmaking studios. We didn't have that right. um, at the time. So, and yeah, so yeah. that's. Yeah. Cause there, it's that, that, that is the, the sticky wicket, right, is like the infrastructure, particularly as yep. it relates to printmaking, is that, you know, you can have all the community you want, but if if no one has an aquatint box, what are you going to do, you yeah. know? <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, that's exciting yeah. about the, the new museum and that things are growing. And, um, yeah, I really uh, hope to get a chance to visit Perth someday because um, I really felt like I, I missed a whole part of the Australian experience um, you know, just uh, being stuck in the ACT for the last year. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's all right. You're most welcome anytime. And um, we'll definitely show you around and, um, yeah, take you to take you some really cool places to explore. So oh, We would love that. Yeah. Before yeah. we sign off, um, yes. Brett, what are you looking forward to? What's, like, on the horizon for you that maybe you're looking forward to sharing or that people can, um, you know, follow you and see anything exciting? Um, yeah, well, I, th- I think in the future, um, I want to... Well, I'm, I also have a, on, on a different hat around it. I, I also try to make um, uh, traditional Aboriginal tools, you know, that were made, you know, back in the day. So I, I do that and I want to explore... Mm. Um, want to explore that within... 
my work, so doing carve, you know, basically making an object, then carving, carving out the block, and then printing. So I want to try to explore, um, I suppose, tool making um, in that way. And um, I, li- I love that tactile experience, and um, also want to try try going a bit bigger than what I what I am with linos, and and um, still talk about country, still talk about my identity, and and stuff like that through through art and. Um, I'm getting back into my work uh, more, and it um, it's exciting. It's exciting to to um, um, to to explore that you know that all those different kind of processes and, and um, queries again. So mm, um, yeah. yeah, I'm excited. Oh, you're excited. Things are going to be really cool. I know. I can yeah. I can hear it in your voice that like I think that um, as the world's opening up and you know things are feeling more hopeful i can also hear that like i can hear the excitement of getting reconnected yeah. as you said getting a getting a carving tool in your hand again so um yep. i know i'm certainly excited to see what you'll be making um thank you and where can people find you and follow you and um learn uh more about you um, well, I'm just on Instagram, so um, it's uh, Brett Nan on Instagram. Um, I don't have a website. I, I, I haven't gone gone to that process yet, getting a website. <laughs> but uh, just uh, just on Instagram, so um, I've got a few works um, on on there. Um, in between all these silly um, cooking cooking videos and and, uh, and stuff that I do, because I like to have a bit of fun, Miranda. So I have a bit of a Bit of a kind of a, a funny side of, of of my life, and um, but um, there'll be more there'll be more printmaking on, on there, and um, yeah. yeah. And I've also uh, yeah, so that's me. Just just on Instagram, that's the only kind of a platform, social platform I I'm on at the moment. So um, yeah, yeah. Not so simple. Well, I can I can um, attest to the rewards of following you. You know, for both. Art content and cooking videos. They're great. Very good. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Good. Yeah. Wonderful. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Brett, for joining me this morning and like getting to chat. I feel like it was kind of a, a long time coming and it's just really wonderful yes, to sure. connect. So I hope that we thanks, get thanks a chance to collaborate me. more. Yeah, absolutely. No problems. Well, have thanks a, for having me. Yeah. yeah, have a beautiful day and um, we will be in touch. Thanks, Miranda. Okay, Okay. thanks, Brett. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. If you like this episode, we have a Patreon where you can help us keep the lights on and get bonuses, like Shop Talk Shorts with our editor, Timothy Pauschak, who digs deep on materials, processes, and techniques with our guests. Also, if you've listened thus far, you might be that special kind of print friend who would leave a review for us on Apple Podcasts. It would mean the world to us if you did and it really does help support the show and that's our show for this week my guest next week is Mizen Shin you may know her from her jaw-dropping printmaking woodcut installations that she's done with floor-to-ceiling interconnected prints we'll talk about her childhood growing up in South Korea with a painter mother how her work speaks to the interconnected nature of our society and the beauty and peril of that truth her co-founding a printmaking workshop and gallery in Buffalo and her Stop Asian Hate Project. You won't want to miss it. This episode, like all episodes, was written and produced by me, Miranda Metcalf, with editing by Timothy Pauschak and music by Joshua Weber. I'll see you next week.